0: Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this thing. get everybody in the stuff together. Okay.
1: Three, two, one, let's preserves) <laughs> hi everyone welcome to the latest session of Brokeback Bebop very glad to be back covering another episode of the show which Steven every week I think I am getting a little bit more invested in it
0: hey time to start crypto mining the Bebop if you're really <laughs> invested why don't you buy this nft it's a picture of the the crew for five thousand dollars it can be yours I have no one else's no i
1: this is now two weeks that we've talked about cryptocurrency in this and i don't want that to be a thing
0: <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna
1: step over that how you doing man how are you i'm good i'm happy to be here happy yeah. to... are you really are you really that happy
0: i here's the thing zach we record these things sometimes two at a time <laughs> hate to well, break the mythos well why are you explaining it to me <laughs> He you said, you're "Zach, thing, I don't Zach. know if you know this, but we've been together already. I don't want to bullshit. I never I don't want to fake or, it. Where have been? Sure. I'm happy to see you, but I'm just as happy as I was an hour ago to but see you." But I mean, you.
1: who are we kidding? Even when it's been a few days since we've seen each other, it, it's still we see each other about 100 days of the year.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: That's probably not true actually. Maybe not quite. It's like in the 60-70
0: range. I see you 365 days a year. So I'll
1: have to count all the tally marks I have etched into my cement wall. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm glad you've joined us. Hi. We're talking about episode session. Session. I said it right. Mm-hmm. Session 10 of Cowboy session Bebop. So. It's Ganymede Elegy. Episesh 10. This episode was storyboarded by Yuji yamaguchi it was directed by hirokazu yamada and it was written by akihiko inari
0: nice good job Apologies you're better with to the to all of those people no i think you're pretty spot on nowadays don't
1: compliment
0: me <laughs> <laughs> the
1: episode originally aired in japan on may 8th 1998 and in the u.s it aired october 1st 2001 and you got any trivia i got one question I, I have two questions. So October question first, that
0: was the date of last week's episode too. So they did a little double feature with "Jamming with Edward" and Ganymede Elegy."
1: I think for a good stretch of it, they were doing them two at a time. In, nice in, in the US.
0: Got to be a baller just like evening us. Just doing them two at a time or Adult Swim, whichever one this came on first. I think. Yeah, Origami. I think. I don't know if Toonami was a thing yet because the voice of Spike is the voice of the guy that does Toonami. So they're both Steve. Well, Green. why don't you vamp for a second? I'll look it up. I'll vamp. So Steve Bloom was a uh, carpenter on the set of Star Wars before they <laughs> made him on Solo. Uh, no, but this was his first ever voice acting job, really, and no, he ended up being pretty iconic. Started in
1: 1997.
0: Wow, so Toonami was a thing. I wonder when did the Toonami voice become Steve Bloom? That's what I wanted. We'll That's what want to know. That's what people want to know.
1: Just keep on vamping. Just okay, so uh, vamping. yeah, I'm
0: excited for uh, this episode. I think it's a really well-made episode. I think it's a well-directed episode, too. Which, directing and animated stuff is very interesting, but it's still also very important.
1: Steve Blum was the voice of Toonami from 2000 to 2008. Nice. And then now he's been the voice 2012 to present. Wow, so there were four years that sucked ass. Well, I think they stopped it, and then they brought yeah, it they back. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Why you – if you've got a thought that I wasn't listening to that you'd like to finish, go ahead. But otherwise,
0: let me get to no. Oh, yeah. Directing and voice <laughs> acting is very interesting, but it's a very important Are thing. Are you saying
1: directing a, a voice session? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, well, directing like, anything animated because you have like someone who is actually directing the voice actors and saying, Say it like this. No, like this. Do you know, is that the episode
1: director who would do that? Or is that a different department? It's normally the episode
0: director. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, animation is so insane. In Japan, is it like it is in the U.S. where the turnover rate on episodes is like nine months? No. Do they make it a lot faster? Japan,
0: sometimes they're making episodes... Weekly, because... Yeah, weekly. Now, a show like this would be a little bit more than that. Sure. But there are a lot of times where when a show starts airing in Japan, they have not finished the season. Interesting.
1: Because, you know, in the U.S., shows like the animated sitcoms, they make them like over a nine-month period because they do send them overseas to have animation work done
0: yeah it's interesting the whole recording process in japan is really different also because in the u.s it's more common for even if you go into a studio nowadays everyone does it from home you would go into a booth and record your lines normally by yourself Mm -hmm. whereas in a lot of anime the main all the characters that are in a scene are recording together in the sure. same booth. And there are some shows in the different.
1: US that do that, namely a show like Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers, it, yeah. Which is really interesting because those characters have such a dynamic with each other mm-hmm. which is truly hard to replicate when By you're yourself. all doing it separate something likewise adjacent to Bob's Burgers in the early best days of the simpsons they wouldn't all record together but they had those table reads every week so they could mm-hmm. read it together do the voices together they haven't done that for so long and i feel like you can kind of tell when yeah the pieces of the conversation are like separate from one another mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah since when like the different character. i don't
0: know if you're somebody who's interested in watching the Japanese versions of shows, a masterclass in playing off of one another in a, in a scripted voice acting setting, the show Konosuba, I've talked about it mm-hmm. a lot, I'm sure. But I haven't talked about it on this show before. Watch Konosuba. It's like if, if It's Always Sunny were an anime that had magic girls. <laughs>
1: You're always like, yeah, it's so cute. It's just like everything. just like Fight Club. Like, except if... <laughs> there's magic buttholes with these gnomes inside of them, and the gnomes are mad. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's Conno just like of Seinfeld. Ten. Kind of. Okay, well, let's get into some trivia. I've just got the one question, so go ahead and hit me first, Daddy. Uh, how much is the bounty on Baker? Well, that's my question. Wait,
0: is Baker rent? No. Then I don't know. Ah, the Baker's the first guy they got. Baker Panche something. He had a bounty of 800,000 wulong. long. Okay, well, what is Rent's bounty? Uh, was it 1.8 million? Yeah. Nice. Hit musical Rent. <laughs> Gotta love it. That's the... It's the AIDS one. <laughs> it's the AIDS uh, one. That's the one by Spider-Man, right? He wrote yeah, that? Yeah,
1: Spider-Man did that one.
0: Spider-Man <laughs>
1: did Spider-Man, that one? Spider-Man and Bono.
0: <laughs> nice. What is Rent's last
1: name? I don't know. Or care. Salonius. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course it is Salonius. <laughs> How do you leave somebody whose name is Jet Black and end up with someone named Rent Salonius? I know. Talk about
1: getting the hero and trading in for the zero. This <laughs> mousy, like, <laughs> I know it's because he's murdered someone and he has guilt, but he's it's like he's going through, like, a
0: drug withdrawal. I'd be losing that guy quick. Yeah, she went from, like, <laughs> big buff hot jet yeah to like i don't know his great nephew like <laughs> like there's some no kid who's question like that jet is definitely sexually adequate mm-hmm. right there's no way he's not jet fucks yeah, yeah. he's part machine <laughs> <laughs> that arm doesn't get tired honey do you have
1: another question i no, that was my two what was the second one what was rent's last
0: name oh okay I was just thinking about Jet Robocop cock. (laughs) Robocock. Coming this summer. Coming this summer. There you go. To an electronic device near you. Jesus. Robocock. Pounding crime to a pulp. Oh, God. (laughs) Remember when we were in high school and we used to make up porn parody titles?
1: Yeah, and we thought we were so funny because yeah. our parody of The Dark Knight Rises was, was the, the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's brilliant. That, sh-
1: that was pretty funny when we were 17. Yeah, it I was. still think it's funny. I still think it's funny now. Obviously, we still think we're funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about this episode uh, in a moment because Zach. Yeah, <laughs> <what are laughs> we're gonna, going with this, man. <laughs> we're going to figure out. I love, I love
1: when we do this, and there's always, I'm not, it's not my ship to steer at this point. It's not. I am the current and I really acting. like this laid back. You know, I feel like this podcast especially is that we're, we both talk an equal amount. Sometimes yeah. you talk more than I do, and I love that. Mm-hmm. But there is always the awkward silence where we've,
0: <laughs> where well, I'm waiting for you to take us to the yeah, next yeah, segment, but it's my job to take us to the next segment. Yeah, sure. Well, why don't you take us to it? All right, now slam on the brakes because we just arrived at our next favorite segment. Uh, did it's really the only one? Zach comprehend the episode this week? We did get it this week this time. Okay, we did get it. I learn and I grow. I adapt. Uh, basically, this segment I give Zach 20 seconds to give me an in-depth recap. He did pretty well last week. Uh, one of his better performances. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> I gave him a firm smack on the tush after after that show he gave it's me. It's better last
1: than time. the disciplinary firm smack on the tush when I do below a C. Yeah,
0: he gets spanked regardless. It's but the, the same level of spanking. <laughs> it's
1: more the emotion behind it that really yeah. causes me deep
0: emotional. It comes and turmoil. through. Well, Zach, how are you feeling this week? Because I think this week might be a little bit meatier an episode than before. Do you think so or is it a little bit less so because we kind of follow mostly just jet? I think, think it's more or less, Zach? <laughs> Would you say more so or less well, it's, so? about Well, the so, same. there's so same much so. jet, it's definitely meaty.
1: But I, I think I feel a similar challenge level to the last time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, you did great last week, so I guess Thanks. that means you're going to knock it out of the park, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know. Now you need to stop saying shit like that. <laughs> you're going to do a great job, Zach. I'm sure that my <sighs> expectations that I have for you will be met. There's always, man, it's always, so
1: we watch the episodes together before we do this, Mm -hmm. and I'm not really thinking out what I'm going to say, but I am, like, trying to take note of the flow of the story, and then we start talking, and we we talk about Robocock, and we talk (laughs) about, I get to shit on Steven for a little while, but I have no idea what happened in the episodes.
0: It's on purpose. I try and take you as far away from the plot as possible. All right. Okay. Well, here we go. I'm going to count you in, ready or not, here he comes, Robocock. 2023. All right. We have three, two, uh, on go like always, Zach. Three, (laughs) two, one, go. This week we're on Ganymede where the days are
1: long and the backstory is looming. Jet is put back with his ex-girlfriend who straight up left on him back in the day. And while he's here dealing with his demons, he finds out that she's connected to the bounty that they're there after, after he killed someone. And Jet must make the decision. Does he capture him? Does he let them go?
0: Okay, here's what I'll say. I didn't say. get I anything
1: have... about anybody else.
0: I love your intro. And because I didn't even I didn't long? even plan that.
1: I didn't even plan that.
0: 15 on the watch. Fuck yeah. That's I great. didn't even
1: plan that.
0: Well, that's good. That earned you some bonus points for sure. But I didn't but get does it make else. up for the fact.
1: <laughs> but I mean, come on. What what I wanted to say about what else was going on was that other stuff is going on, but it doesn't matter. What? Faye gets a tan Ed goes fishing, and Spike gets out of the way
0: for Jet. Well, here's here's where I'm gonna meet you in the road. There, Zach is. Yeah. What was important? You said that the old girl's new guy killed a guy. So yeah. that's good. You got. But that I didn't out really there. give didn't any detail. Didn't really mention yeah. that you know she owned a bar that she was in debt with a loan shark. And oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mention her backstory, uh, what street she didn't grew up on. Talk about the whole. You, know, you didn't really get the ending, but you got a good setup. I'm going to give you some bonus points for the beginning because I thought it was really clever. I liked that. I want to reward that. I want to let you know that that was a good thing to do. Well, are you going to
1: keep jerking me or are you going to let me come, Steven?
0: (laughs) Uh, Solid C, right down the middle. I feel like
1: that's a little harsh, but I'll take it.
0: Yeah, solid C. Okay. And if I'm anything, it's a solid C. You started so strong. Your first four seconds were stellar.
1: Thank you. <laughs> that, that's something I, that's a piece of advice. <laughs> uh, Years have gotten a lot. Start yeah. strong. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> so let's jump into the episode, Zach. What All did right. you think about this episode? We've been kind of building. A, I've been hyping you up for a while for this finally get Jets backstory. You know, this is our first like jet centric yeah. episode. How'd you feel about it?
1: You know, I really like this backstory episode because it's a totally different type of story than the Spike one was. Mm-hmm. It's not so caught up. I mean, there's lore to it, but it's not so caught up in like the crime world or really even the police world, even mm-hmm. though Jet was a police officer. I didn't mention that, but... I liked that it was a really human story that explains kind of like just Jet's demeanor where he is now rather than there being a lot of moving pieces to follow. Um, even the flashback that we get really the moral of the story is that like she left him and, did, and didn't give him mm-hmm. any any notice or just kind of was gone. I, I really liked that it was a really human story. I really like a lot about Jet in this episode. I think he comes off really mature, uh, makes yeah. a lot of good decisions, and the voice acting is incredible from the actor that plays Jet mm-hmm. in the English version that we watched. The last yeah. thing I want to say is that I think by far that this is the best animated episode so far. Mm-hmm, I think there are so many moments of beautiful animation and often sound mixed with the animation mm-hmm. that blend really well. The fight scene, the the climax being on water, I think adds for a lot of cool new Mm-hmm. I don't know, shots and, and setups for things. A couple pieces of animation I really loved. Like when she's pouring the drink.
0: Yeah. That's that just great, cool. doesn't
1: it? And the sound effect of like the glug, 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 glug. It was all very, very pretty. There were a mm. lot of moments that I thought were animated really well this time. Yeah, what about you?
0: I, you can tell how much time was spent on this episode.
1: You it know. does feel like all of a sudden this episode... It, And this is common in television, like Mm -hmm. Community does it all the time, but it wouldn't surprise me if this is one of those episodes that they cut corners a little bit in some of the other ones so they could do this one just the way
0: they wanted to. Well, and this is major because I'm pretty sure after this episode, we get maybe another two-parter, if I'm correct. Have we had two-parters yet? Though? Oh, we if not, we get our first two-parter. There so have been,
1: The episodes where Faye came into the mix kind of felt like a two-parter, but it wasn't really like mm-hmm. an
0: overarching villain. So I can tell you, Zach, without spoiling anything really, just base plotline-wise, next week's episode is a very much a bottle episode of this show. So that's kind of a place where they could have cut some corners because they knew they wouldn't have to spend as much time animating the next episode that they have this one this week where they can spend a little more time and money on the animation. That's another thing, is animation's expensive. To have mm-hmm. these, like, sakuga... Well, especially what it's called when, when you, have you beautiful... want...
1: There's so many fast, fluid movements in this yeah. episode, where a lot of times, I don't know, the vacuousness of space or just the style of animation that the show is,
0: the animation can be not choppy. Sure. It's easy to draw a fight in the emptiness of space because you only have to draw the front. But in a fight that's on a active body of water you in a vibrant city you have so much to constantly be drawing and animating which is really cool i also really like in this episode talking about the music just for a second there's three songs in particular in this episode that really stand out to me the first one that i want to mention is the one that i mentioned last week so clown sticker for me i guess two weeks ago the episode waltz for venus there's a song called waltz for zizi that i always mm-hmm. call waltz for venus Not the i same played thing.
1: the whole track
0: at the end of that oh podcast. good yeah that was in this episode finally which oh, yeah, sure. Was I was paying really attention well. to
1: it, and I, I was paying attention to the episode, and I didn't... Is that in the beginning?
0: It's used of? throughout the whole episode, and cool. it's the last song they play in it. I mean, it's
1: I noticed a concurrent theme that was familiar, but I think I was connecting it to previous episodes sure. of the show,
0: not the song that you told me to look up. But I love that song. It's used great. I think they do a really good job when Jed is first flying around Ganymede me and he's getting to the bar. Mm-hmm. They play a song that sounds a lot like if Nina Simone were singing Dream a Little Dream of Me. And it's yeah. a similar melody. Similar I have a question. Timbre. Is
1: the melody in that song, has it been used in the show before? No,
0: not yet. It almost sounds reminiscent of the like music box. Sure, it does sound me. similar. I don't think it's the exact same Melody, But I think that's kind of what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to elicit this feeling of, oh, I've been here before. This sounds familiar, but I don't exactly recognize it. And I think that's how Jet feels when he's flying around his home planet. He's like, okay, I know where I am. I know what this is, but I've been away for a while and it doesn't feel like home anymore. It feels like a place that I kind of used to know. This is a person that I used to know that's different. Now the last song I want to talk about is theirs is The Kiss from a Rose. Yeah. Every time I watched it,
1: the whole time it's da 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 It sounds just like Kiss from a Rose. Which is
0: an interesting and kind of cool choice for an intense water Fight. Yeah, because it's not so much about the fight, but about the
1: emotional yeah.
0: weight of what they're doing. Because you know they're not going to get away from the black dog of Ganymede. When he bites, he doesn't let go. Same.
1: <laughs> oh, I know that. It's <laughs> ruined
0: many well. a relationship and friendship that I just don't let go. Steven, stop biting. Ah, yeah, you got some hot sauce on your arm. Keep me at bay.
1: I think this episode, more than any we've talked about so far is one that makes me almost wish we were doing a more in-depth thing where we could have like taken a lot of notes because there are a sure. lot of themes at play in this episode.
0: Yeah. I like
1: the way that they use... This is the way I took it, and I'm not an expert on the show, so maybe it means totally something mm-hmm. else. But in the bar scene, when it keeps focusing on the drinking bird, for me, I kind of took it as... Jet is the drinking bird mm-hmm. in the situation and that he's kind of like eating up what his ex is spewing. But then throughout the episode, he kind of sees things from another angle, is able to uh, to make more decisions for himself rather than just fall back into that nostalgia, which is really easy to do. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of cool themes in this episode. I really like the moment where Spike is hot on the trail mm-hmm. and Jet explains that this is for him to take care of and that Spike shows a really nice moment of friendship between
0: the two yeah, of them. Yeah, he does. like, yeah, okay, and he just backs off. Because Spike could have easily been like, hey, this is about the money. Let's do this together and make sure yeah. we get it done. And it would have been it very in character for him to do that. Yeah. I like that. I love the whole part of the Barks. I think that we're given a different image. We're given the image that Jet has in his head of that relationship where Jet was coming home. He was like "Sure, this great guy. And then she just disappeared on so us. We're like, why the fuck would she do that? But then we learn later on that it, Jet was who he is. I mean, he was the breadwinner. He was the guy in charge. He was always telling her how to do things and was protecting her, which for him was out of love. But I think a lot of people can relate to being in a scenario where you think that you're being helpful, but you're coddling and kind of preventing somebody from growing. Or even deeper than that, I think I look at it more like that's just
1: a sign that those two people aren't compatible with each other. It's not even that what Jet does is bad because there's a partner out there for him who needs that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it has a lot more to do with this girl. And I mean, maybe it says something that she ended up with another person who ends up being kind of on the lam and being dangerous. She seems to... Well,
0: yeah, and she doesn't want somebody's protection. I think a reason why she would go to somebody who's the opposite of Jet is she's like, let me grab somebody who's in a lesser dominant position than I am. I'm the older person. I'm the one who's supporting and... This is somebody who I can kind of take under my wing as opposed to being under someone else's. So it's it's interesting that they would think that way and pair her with somebody who is like the opposite of, of who Jet was to her. Yeah.
1: Why don't we touch on the other characters in the episode for just a second and then we'll come wrap it up and do the do the captain and all that. Uh, we get like this is the slightest of a subplot for Faye and Ed. Mm-hmm. I almost don't like a sexy Faye thing for the sake of being a sexy Faye thing. I don't really like
0: that too much. Yeah, what's
1: your problem with that, Zach? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't really have so much a problem when they take advantage of certain angles within a storyline. Mm-hmm. But when like her plot line is that she wears a bikini that's too small and puts oil on herself and lays there, that's not really A-plus a plus writing. Line. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I do see in this episode kind of the beginnings of a sisterly relationship sure. between Faye and Ed, with Ed being young and not really being in a in a uh, in a world where they're really concerned that much with their looks or their sure. skin or whatever, and Faye being the a- absolute opposite of that and being all oiled up and and Ed just genuinely kind of being like, "What are you doing?
0: What is?" Yeah, this like that's and-? weird. It's like, hmm. Your leg and is Faye soft. giving nice. some
1: advice that kind of could be harmful sisterly advice mm-hmm. of, of expectations. And Ed not really taking it that way at all and just being like, cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a nice moment for both of them. I, I, I feel like I maybe don't really like Faye that much. Is Faye just kind of mean? Yes. Okay. Do you like her? Yes. Okay.
0: But I'll say, well, I, I didn't like her care more as, as much for Faye until probably the last chunk of episodes where we actually learn a little bit
1: more. I'm fully willing to change my mind because I kind of liked her in the beginning, but right now I'm in a place where
0: I'm kind of- And I'll say, I probably like Faye the most I've liked Faye watching through this time. Cool. And I think part of that is because my last Cowboy Bebop stuff was the live action- Mm-hmm. And I do not care for Faye's How they do it portrayal there. in that.
1: I'm excited for when we get to that. We're it's deeper gonna be a fun into time. the animated show than we think already. Yeah, we're like getting close to halfway. This is kind of an off-pod discussion, but there are a couple of extra pieces of media that I'm not sure if we should do an episode of or not. There's like mm-hmm. the 26 episodes of the show, but there's also this like special TV length thing that I think is probably only in Japanese- and it's, like, about them talking about their emotions and stuff. I don't know. Mm. There's like the- I'll have to look it up and send it to you. I don't know. If I have like seen a- that. We
0: should definitely do the movie. We'll do the movie. And there's also, like, an Iron thing. Ooh. Like, a sh- I don't know if it's a short or what Well, it so is, a lot of times what will happen is to get people, because how these, and we can have this on the pod, but a way that it's all going on these on the companies pod. make money is not from you watching the show. It's from you buying the DVDs the and, and buying the manga. Yeah. That's what they get the most money from, especially DVDs. Well, and
1: that's everything. That's why you watch the big budget action movies, and those bring in a lot of money, but mm-hmm. th- also it's the toys that cost $30 sure. that are of the specific character doing the specific thing in that specific mm-hmm. episode.
0: Yeah, sure. Exactly. Well, and what they do to sell the DVDs, a lot of times they'll add what are called OVAs, which is original mm-hmm. video animation or something along those lines to the DVD so that you can have an exclusive bit of content. In the current internet age we have now, a lot of those OVAs end up online or even on sure. streaming sites a lot of the times so you can watch them anyway. But I'm guessing that like the Ein stuff and like those things were DVD or Blu ray release exclusive. I think we
1: should check him out though.
0: I'm there's not that much, so I think we should eat up everything we can. I'm so excited to watch the movie in terms of like extra stuff. The movie's great.
1: What's interesting to me though, I read I was just reading the Wikipedia page a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what happens, but I know that the series ends and then the movie is like set in between a couple of episodes. Yes. And that almost kinda feels lame to me. I know that that's pretty common practice in anime mm-hmm. when they do movies that it's kind of nestled in somewhere in yeah. the lore, for whatever reason. That makes me like less excited.
0: I think that at the end of the series, you will be very excited to go back and watch the movie. I'm sure I will be. I yes. mean, I have. No I think that it was it. a that's brilliant move because of some how things. the show ends. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. What do you want to talk about? There's so much in this episode. Is there anything you want to mention before we give away our captain? Any um, any other we little get to bits? see them.
0: Put in their second successful bounty and then maybe get sure. a third at the end of the episode. It's not. Sure. You, you asked me if, if Jet collects a bounty. I think so because I think as long as he sends them to the cops, like there's well, no because reason he should the way the,
1: the end of his conversation with – what's her name? Elisa? Mm-hmm. With Elisa. The way the end of it – I almost thought for a second he was just saying, you guys get out of here.
0: That's what it and, seemed like. Then, the cops and, then they <laughs> cut,
1: and then they cut and they cut and it's like all the cops are there. Yeah. And, and well, and
0: I think the the cops had had pulled up at the end anyway. That was okay. a police ship. It wasn't super obvious, but they had pulled up at the end when Jet but was he standing.
1: was able to take care of Elisa in a way, even mm-hmm. though that's not what she wanted. And because... I'm sure
0: Jet was like, hey, this was probably a self-defense thing. So take a look into that instead of just being like, yeah, haul him off.
1: Are there any other details from the episode, like with Jet and his past, or just in general, that we'll need to remember? Like anything about the policing or whatever? Um,
0: keep in mind the black dog thing and that he never let people get away. Like I his think reputation. That, yeah, that he's thought of as a pretty ruthless, if this cop gets you, you're pretty much fucked. Like he, you're okay. going down.
1: Well, I kind of think that with all cops, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: if, they, if they get you, you're kind of just fucked.
1: <laughs> That's fair. But when they say not all cops, I think what they meant was Jet because they jet meant Jet. Cool. Yeah, Jet's the one. It seems like in this like uh, dystopian post-apocalyptic future that at least the police kind of have their shit figured out. Yeah, because the bounty hunters are out, are out there killing people for them, so they don't <laughs> have to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Who's your who's your captain? I've got to say. I'm gonna go out. I, it would be so easy just to say Jet because he's mm-hmm. really great in this episode. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and give it to good old Rent because he seems like Rent. It seems like he needs something. It seems like he needs something to you turn know, this I around think for him a little I feel bad for the guy. the guy
0: at the beginning who helps Jet out. Yeah, I liked him too. Yeah, he's he's. he's I'll my give it honorable honorable to Rent. Yeah, Rent is not my favorite. I figured. Know?
1: Uh he's just so weasley and shaky and there's one part in the animation towards the end when they're having the fight where like it cuts to a close up of his face and it looks like he's like really taking a shit. Like, like, <laughs> really, really hardcore taking a shit. <laughs> he probably was scared. So that one earned it for me.
0: Um I gotta give it to, to Jet Black. Interesting, Zach, that you go with a joke winner of the week that the black man is uh the obvious. Well yeah, because
1: I wasn't giving it to Jet, even though I don't think he's
0: black it's black it's okay he the black dog of ganymede i get all of that but like voiced by a black man but the character
1: literally is not it's just because it's in japan and they're not putting black people in their stuff that (laughs) last week we talked about why anime is 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 racist or why it isn't and this week i think we're finding out why it is in a different way They say we'll make them gray, but we draw because well, it's not exactly the same as how well there obviously... have been black characters in the show. There are black characters in this episode. No, no, <laughs> gray, gray.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: But then why didn't they just make them full out black?
0: Not a main character.
1: All right, guys. Well, this has been Brokeback Bebop. It's been a lot of fun. We'll be back next week to go through episode 11. Is it a two-parter next? Are you excited uh, for this one? Next
0: episode is Toys in the Attic, the bottle oh, episode. Oh, it's the bottle episode. After that, we get Jupiter Jazz mark. 1 and 2.
1: Cool. Well, I'm excited for it. Is the yeah. bottle
0: episode good,
1: or is it the way you're talking about it? Is it kind of lower on it's the list? It's divisive. It's lower on my list, but some people really like it. Is it like the Fly episode of Breaking Bad? In a way. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. I'm Just because now that we're 10 episodes deep, and every episode, even when it's different shades of what it is and different ones that I like, it's usually the same kind of formula told differently of who gets
0: involved with the group, what happens, yeah. and how they get uninvolved with the group. Uh, so I'm excited for a change of pace. Sure. I think especially now that we have the whole group together. It's going to be fun getting to just watch them interact with mostly each other. Would
1: well, you have anything left to say out there for all the anime people?
0: The Black Dog of Ganymede fights and never lets go. All right. The ending there <laughs> sounded a little bit like Jet. Agree to disagree. Despite, we need to cook. I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's close. It needs some work, but I feel like you could do it.
0: I'll keep practicing. Yeah, okay. I'll be the next Jet Black all right. in the English dub.
1: Of the live action. When they
0: redub it for the 50 year anniversary, I'll volunteer as tribute.
1: Alright, goodbye everyone. I hope <laughs> you have a great week. We'll see you next time. I'm gonna just da-da, da-da, shut this da-da, off. Da-da, da-da, will keep Bye. You sound like a California raisin.
0: <laughs> nice. Bye everyone. But did you know that when it snows? My eyes become large And
1: the light
0: that you shine can't be seen Baby, I can bring you to a kiss from a rose
1: on the grave Ooh, the more I get, I feel stranger it feels,
0: yeah and now that your rose is in bloom A light hits the gloom on the grave Thanks for listening Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast, where starting at $5 a month, you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Broke Back Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy.
1: Let's go!